Hello, and welcome to Media Monday Show. As always, I'm not Gino. And I'm not John. And uh, we're on episode 25 here, which is um, a nice round number, and it's the last day of the year. One quarter of a hundred. That's also like, what what are we, one way from a full year's worth of shows as far as that goes? Since we do it bi-weekly? Bi-weekly, so episode 26 will be one full year. I'll have to look and see when we actually started that. I know... I'm going to get charged for the renew of the domain on the 23rd. So, yeah, probably sometime around that. So, taking donations for domain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't have a Patreon or anything, so just give us money. Right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, episode 25, last show of the year. We're going to do... Uh, what we normally do, and then we're gonna hit, uh, and we're gonna do that probably pretty quick, and then we're gonna hit, um, our, our top ten of the year. Yeah, yeah, we'll at least go through, like, things we really loved, and maybe a couple things we really hated. Yeah. So, uh, let's jump right into Fantasy Movie League. Yeah, Fantasy, we can go ahead and skip this part. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm not too, doing too good so far this season. You're in second now after this week. Oh, am I? Okay, so we can talk about this. There's a chance. I was in fourth a while ago. And I had a terrible I week. I'm having third. a terrible week because I, I put all my money into Holmes and Watson. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that was a mistake. Because I knew at least three people who went to see it. Uh, yeah, I, I was one of them. And, and uh, I was looking to see if there was an in credit scene, and I came across zero percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> like uh, on on Reddit today, there was a there was a post that was all like the reviews for uh, Holmes and Watson were so bad I had to go see it for myself. <laughs> yes, that's probably about right. And I was like, well, maybe people are seeing this, and so I bought like five of them. Four of them. And a Mary Poppins. And a Mary Poppins to boot. Yeah, Mary Poppins apparently is not doing very well box office wise. No? Uh, critically, it's doing all right, but when it comes to the box office, it's not making nearly as much bank as what they were expecting. Hmm. Yeah. So. But yeah, so apparently for the week, I. It says right here I'm in first. For the week or uh, the overall? Yeah, for uh, for, the, for week, the week you are. Uh, week four, I am one hundred thousand dollars ahead of Becca. Yep, and I think so that'll Becca change before the end of the week in one direction or the other. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, we have very different uh, we have very different lineups too. So there's a lot of. You're only two point three error. million ahead of Sean, and then Rick and I were too much alike and and not good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I locked in on Friday, I was all like, oh, mine's a lot like Rick's. This is either going to be really good or really bad. Yeah, it was really bad. So, yeah. And the perfect Cineplex is Aquaman, uh, Into the Spider-Verse, Vice, and uh, five Bohemian Rhapsodies. 
Yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody is the the best performer right now. And I do have a. I, you, I have, you have I one have, of those in your. I, I have Aquaman, Spider Verse, Vice, and I have one Bohemian Rhapsody. Yep. So you know, that's pretty close there. And yet, you're still off the perfect Cineplex's value by like, what is that? Like fourteen million. Yeah. I'm surprised yeah. how that. Now those those four screens of something that's only doing uh 2.3 million yeah but you get 2 million each so that's true just for having it there yep i don't know that might change as well yeah it always can i mean i considered watching bohemian rhapsody sometime too so but anyway right. so transitioning into the news from this uh so apparently Sony tried to sell Holmes and Watson to Netflix, but Netflix passed. Netflix did pass, and rightfully so. I saw Holmes and Watson on Wednesday this week. Why couldn't you see it on, like, Friday when uh, it counts? Because I didn't have a free ticket then. I didn't pay for this movie. I should I should have required that you see it on Friday. You should have. You should have. <laughs> yeah, my one ticket sale would have been all the difference for you. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, that movie's not doing well. No, I watched it, I, the thing is, there are a few good laughs, but overall, like, I'm watching it with an audience full of people. There's there's quite a few people in the theater with me. Really? And there were a lot of jokes that nobody just laughed at. Um, at the very beginning, there were people who were laughing because they wanted to laugh. Okay. And there were a couple jokes that I laughed at, and I think I was the only person because I think I was the only one that got the references from the 80s movies that they were referencing. Okay. Like, at one point, like, um, the ghost song, I can't remember what it, what it is, you know, Oh, my love, my darling. Okay, yeah, song? yeah. Uh-huh. It comes on, and I just, I snicker and laugh. Like, as soon as I hear, like, the first notes of the song and recognize it, and nobody else laughed during the entire scene that that's in. And there's like a Titanic Billy Zane reference. I don't think okay. anybody in the theater recognized Billy Zane. Okay. And yeah, it's like the, this audience is you know officially too young to get a Titanic reference. Yeah. Like these are the people and, who love Talladega Nights, and we're all yes, like, I'm going to go see these brothers and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and there was the person that actually uh, uh, took my ticket. He was like, "Oh, I'm going to see that like you know tomorrow. I'm really looking forward to that." And it's like, I want you know even before I went in there, it's like, "Oh, good for you." <laughs> but after I watched the movie, it's like, "Oh, this is poor. I hope he doesn't have to pay anything for it." Right. It's just not. It's not a funny movie. It's it's an, it's it could have been a funny concept, but it was just not. It, it is definitely like a hard pass. If you are a fan of John C. Riley and uh, Will Ferrell, just go see Step Brothers again. Okay. This is just a. It's not a. It's not funny at all. It's not entertaining. Yeah. So you pass, and so does Netflix. Yeah. But and more Netflix news. Yeah. It was Bird Box, and that apparently was a uh, a big buy for them. 
Yeah, so they don't normally release numbers like this, but apparently 45 million accounts have watched Bird Box already. It's been it's been available for a week. Yeah. I, I'm not one of them. I've not watched the movie yet, but I did watch A Quiet Place, so I feel as though I basically watched it. Yeah. It does look like A Quiet Place just only... Yeah, it's, it's visual instead of auditory. But yeah, and I, I heard that at no point you see the monster. They had a scene and they cut it out because the monster looked too fake. Okay. So, you know, it's it's going to be like a Jaws thing where you never get to see it. But I think that's, you know, appropriate according to, you know, the whole lore. Yeah. But a lot of people seem to be liking it. It's apparently a really good thriller. So, you know, it's definitely something that's on my to-do list to check out. And especially seeing how it's on Netflix, I mean, obviously it'll start auto-playing anyway. I've just got to lay back and let it happen to me. So you think, like, um, Bird Box, like, if they had 45 million accounts, that's that's probably 45 million people at least, right? Yeah, yeah, that's and, probably fair. And if they had, if these people had gone to see it in the theaters, um... They had paid probably on average like ten dollars a ticket. Yeah, probably average out. So. Uh, so that's like four hundred fifty million. Four hundred fifty million. Uh, I'm sure that's worldwide. Week. Yeah, I'm sure it is. But yeah, that's that's a big number. It is, but I don't know. I think you know because a lot of but people since are more it's willing free. to sit down. Yeah, they're more willing to sit down, and it's something they're already paying for. And it's like, oh, I need to pause it so I can go pee or go grab some popcorn. Yeah. I mean, more people are definitely going to watch something that way. So I think that it probably would have been easy. It, I, it probably would have been up there. It might have made, you know, like, let's say 70 million. Let's say, right. you know, half of the people actually would have gone to see, see it in theaters, maybe. Wasn't it actually in theaters? I wonder how well it actually did. It it was in theaters for a limited release because they want to be have it available for considerations. But it was a limited release, so it, any numbers you find aren't going to be representative because it was released uh, in theaters the same time it was released on Netflix, I believe, or maybe it had like a week. No, it was it was the same time. It I was think. the same time. Okay. No, so, it was yeah. a week because it. It was released in theaters on the 13th, and it's been out for a week. And, yeah, it would have came out on, yeah, on the 20th. So, yeah, uh, it's been, it had a week in which it was not. Okay, yeah, yeah, because they want to encourage people to go see it as opposed to stay home and see it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I've heard good things. It looks suspenseful. It looks interesting. I mean, Sandra Bullock is a great actress. Um. I don't think she would take a role that she would like bomb. So yeah, check check out Bird Box. I don't get the name at all, but you know, I'm sure it has something to do with something. Um, it's it was something about how the birds will will let you know when the monster is near. Oh, that's right. It's like the canary in the coal mine. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they didn't call it you know canary in a coal mine. <laughs> I mean, just Bird Box is just an awful name. 
It's just an awful name for a movie. Yeah. Instead of, oh, 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 they could have called it A Dark Place. A Dark Place. <laughs> As opposed to A Quiet Place. I uh, had a friend who posted it on Facebook. Uh, I guess it's spawning a whole bunch of memes. Yeah. Like, oh, it, yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. I, I, somebody posted one that was like a, um, a, a Chick-fil-A box of nuggets. And it said, this is the only bird box I care about. Yeah. And yeah, then... I, I had a mild spoiler come up because of Facebook, like a Facebook meme where they were all like, what would get you to take your blindfold off? Okay. And so it kind of makes me think like it does psychological things to get you Maybe. to look at it. Look at me, goddammit! And, uh... I don't know, there was also, like... I saw like, a meme of, like... Like, somebody was all, like, when I'm on a budget... And they're, they're like, running away blindfolded away from a store. Yeah. I don't know. Like, things like that. I, I don't know what other memes there, there are of it. I'm sure there are a bunch. I'm sure I have to watch the movie to get half of them too. Yeah, probably. But the fact that it's it's spawning so many memes and it did that well, that's that's pretty good for for Netflix. Yeah, yeah, Netflix is definitely quite the powerhouse when it comes to uh, their content and things that they are creating and adding to. It's 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 creating quite the game changer, I'd say at least. All right, so let's jump into some new releases. Yeah, uh, I wrote down a few things this week. Uh, I'm sure there are more than this, but uh, these are the things that jumped out at me. Um, Netflix is doing Comedians of the World. They're going to have like 47 different comics from around the world. Yeah. And um, and uh, let's see here. And I don't know if they're all English speaking or not. I didn't really... Um, let's see here. I didn't really look into it. Uh, there's also a show coming called Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. Uh, I don't which know who Mar- Marie Kondo is. She's she's a little Japanese girl. Um, but okay. uh, it's a reality show. It's kind of like the, the Hoarders show, only not as bad. Okay. It's, <laughs> and it's she, less, just, she just comes in and tidies problems. things up. Yeah, it's more like you've got a mess. You're just, you're just messy. <laughs> yep. Oh, you obviously have three children. Yes, things like that. Uh, like, no, like the I watched the trailer for this, and uh, it had um, like there was a woman that was all like, "My husband died, and I can't get rid of his stuff. I need help with that." Or so she's just she's just crawling like stroll uh, or crawling across Craigslist or something like that. I don't know. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll come over and help you clean up your shit. And like, is it, like, is it supposed to be like all like emotional catharsis and, you know, she's not cleaning up their houses. She's cleaning up their lives. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Got it. And then, um, there's a show called, uh, sex education. Okay. It has, uh, what's her face from the X-Files? Uh, Jillian Anderson. Yes. Okay, cool. And um, what's his face? Aza Butterfield. 
Is that his name? I don't know. Uh, he was the guy from the kid from uh, Ender's Game. Okay, and... I I never actually watched that. Okay, it wasn't that good. I, I read the book. Yeah, the book was the book's pretty good. Yeah, the book was good. The movie, on the other hand, was was not. It had Harrison Ford in it, right? It did. Yeah, I mean, did they did they change it and make it so that it was actually a simulation? Spoiler, spoilers. On a no. book that was published, you know, <laughs> forty years ago. No, they they didn't change anything. They just didn't shoot it real well. Okay. Um, but yeah, so let's see here. So she is a sex therapist and, uh, he is her son. Uh, and then he teams up with a classmate to start an underground sex therapy clinic at his school to assist their fellow students with their problems. Okay. I was about to say, this, this, this could easily go into like, you know, weird porn. Right categories. I was a little concerned at first as well, but now I'm kind of interested. Um, so that's it for Netflix. There's a bunch of like foreign things coming. Uh, you you might like those. Um, I don't know if it's, if it's not an English language and it says foreign on it, then I'm not, (laughs) not real interested in it up front. So I, I like some things. I like some things, but you know, like if I if I if I hear some buzz about things, then I'll throw it in. But otherwise, I, I do have to say that usually with foreign films, I tend to go for either action, comedy, or some mixture of the two, mm-hmm. as opposed to dramatic things. Like I've enjoyed a few like Korean films that would fall probably under like drama, um, but it's, it's things that I went into not knowing that they were foreign language films. Apparently, Roma is one of the best movies of the year. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I've heard nothing but things where I felt as though um, I needed to go watch Roma just because it seems to be, like, number one on so many people's end-of-years list. But it's... Isn't it a Spanish movie? Uh, Spanish or Italian? I thought Italian, but I guess it could be Spanish. It's just... It's not in English. We we agree on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, and that's a Netflix movie as well. It is, so yeah, you can definitely check it out with no problem, probably. Um, let's see here. Amazon has a show called uh, Informer. It's a six-part British terrorism show. Yeah, it, it's uh, Informer. Blah, 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 blam. I lick a boom, boom, down. Okay. Informer. Blam. You don't not aware of that song? Nope. No, not at all. I was wondering why you were typing random bullshit into the doc while I was trying to read things. It's like an 80s, it's late 80s, early 90s at least, rap song about a white guy named Snow, and he had a song called Informer. No idea. Okay, well you have to listen to it after this because we can't afford it. Okay. Like play it right now. Yep, alright. So that's Amazon. Um, Okay. Some traditional TV things, things I wanted to mention. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine comes back on the 10th. Yeah, Nine-Nine. Pumped for that? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it quite a bit. Uh, Me and Sarah, we're not caught up, but we're close. We're like a whole season back, but, you know, that won't matter too much. Yeah, you've still got, what, like a week? Yeah, I got a a week and a half. Yeah, a week and a half. 
And then uh, Fox has got a show coming called The Masked Singer. Have you seen... You, you watch things on Hulu with commercials, so you've probably seen commercials for this. this. As, no? As far as I know, I haven't seen it. No. Um, so it's a show where they've got a panel of celebrities who are trying to guess someone who's singing that is uh, in some sort of like mask or something. And uh, it's a celebrity... Uh, like a singer or a, uh, like an NFL star or something. I don't know what kind of limits they have on this. Okay. They'll get Josh Groban in there. Yeah, possibly. To mix things up. But like, yeah. So they've got to guess who it is. Yep. Okay. Like they can ask questions and things to. Well, I mean, there, there used to be like a, uh, like an old show you know, black and white era where people had to guess people's professions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was like, guess who or something like that. Or what's my line? That's actually what it was called. What's yeah. And so this seems like the singing version of that? Uh, only, yeah, I guess. Okay. Only, like, what's my line had like three different people and you had to, to guess. What, no, wasn't that? No, that was... No, something that else. was, uh, that was, uh, uh, something else. Yeah, you're right there. It was, yeah. um, catch, uh, where you had to find out who actually was the real person. Right. And you'd ask them questions. That game came back as well them. recently. Yeah, yeah. The reason why I'm aware of that actually is probably from Catch Me If You Can. Yeah. Um, but no, what's my line was a different thing. It was like had a panel trying to figure out like weird professions, like a nun who's also a dentist. Okay. And they, they can ask questions and you can make up to $50 if they get them all wrong. <laughs> tells you how old the, the show is. Oh yeah. So I, I thought Mask Singer was going to be like the voice or something where they have like somebody come out wearing a mask and they sing instead of like having them turn around. You know, like, yeah. the, the the thing of the voice was supposed to be, like, you hear them, you hear them, yeah, but then you don't you're, see them. You're, you're basing your selection, or the judges are basing their selection on the voice alone. Yeah, so I thought one, it was going to be... wearing, like, a mask? I thought it was going to be something like that, but no, no, these are, like, professional singers and performers. And they're trying to guess who's under the mask. It's, okay. It sounds like such a weird show. It it sounds like an interesting concept, and I'm sure a lot of people will tune in just to see what it's all about. Uh, let's see here. Moving on, uh, MythBusters Junior starts on the Science Channel. Okay, and is, uh, it is, uh, is Adam or Jamie attached to it. Adam's attached to it. Okay, so it's he's like a he's in it kind of a thing. Uh, it's him and a bunch of like twelve to fifteen year olds. Yeah, and it's like you can try this at home stuff. Uh, no. It's not? It's still big budget myth busting. Okay. Like, like, uh, the, the first episode is a, um, it's a, uh, duct tape episode. And they, um, they build a parachute out of it. And a, um, and then they make, uh, tires out of it. And see how well that would do you. If you're like if you if you had like thousands of rolls of duct tape and you blew a tire, 
Oh well, yeah, yeah. That's that's always the thing. Like these are all just <laughs> thought experiments put yep. into motion. Um, but like, uh, yeah, they they actually get a helicopter and they drop somebody. They drop Buster from from like six hundred feet up, and they drop Adam. Right. <laughs> no, they they drop Buster from uh, like six hundred feet up and and see if the the parachute works. And they they have like a twelve year old kid doing his first driving lessons on a. On um, the closed course at the the airfield. Okay, yeah. And he has to do like a slalom around some poles and things, and uh, and then uh, they they have him do it on rims. The second time driving is driving on rims. Nice. And then the third thing he does is is on the on the on the duct tape tires. Duct tape wheels. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, and to to test things like as a I don't know they don't really do much with it but they they have the it's like three people on a team and the other two people on the team well this one kid's driving is sitting in the back with a bucket of water between them and they're like how how rough is the ride how soaked are you yep okay and this is on sci-fi uh no not sci-fi on the science network okay Science Network. Yeah, it's very different. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, anything else coming out? Networks? Uh, Titan Games on NBC. I'm sure you've seen the previews for that. With The Rock. No. No? It's uh, uh I've not caught any of this. It's like, um... It's a... Uh, let's see here. You have to do, like, super strong feats. Okay. I guess it's like a like a it's a reality show. Yeah, I guess. Okay. So instead of like Ninja Warrior, where it's agility and everything, this is going to be like feats of strength. Yeah, okay. I, I think it's a like a like a reality show where you got like a set cast where someone gets eliminated at the end. Okay. I think. Um. Let's see here. They've also got because it's 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 reality season. Um, America's Got Talent, the champions. So they're gonna have like all the champions from around the world come and yeah, Susan Boyle is coming back and do America's Got Talent and and yeah, I I, I don't know that could be okay. I'll probably see yeah. like little blurbs of this on Facebook if I don't watch I'm it. I'm sure it'll be I'm sure it'll be all over YouTube. Yep. You know that's just what this is all about. It's all for those clicks. And then uh, True Detectives coming back with their third season. I think it's their third season. Yeah, something like that. And this is the Jason Schwartzman thing. Uh, or is this the other one? I don't, I don't know. You're throwing me off here. Yeah, sorry. Didn't mean to ask the hard questions. Um, so True Detective, like the first one had Matthew McConaughey. And um, oh, Woody Harrelson. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it, got it. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, this isn't what I was thinking of at all. No, this is like heavy drama. Yeah, but it's got a uh, Mahershala Ali. Yeah, I've I've seen advertisements for this. Yeah. Okay. It's him trying to get his egot. Yeah. Um, let's see here. 
And then uh, that's it as far as TV goes. Streaming movies, there's a movie called The Last Laugh. Uh, listen to the cast on this. Let me find this. Okay, so it's uh, it's a Netflix original film about a retired aging comedian who uh, reluctantly agrees to go on one last stand-up tour. And it's got Chevy Chase, Richard Dreyfuss, Andy McDowell, and Kate McCucci. Okay. It's quite the cast. Yeah. I think and I think I will is, is watch this, that. What what is this streaming on? On uh, Netflix. Okay, yeah. So I yeah definitely might check this out. Yeah, I think that cast and the the premise of the movie sounds pretty good. I don't know if it's Chevy Chase doing his last stand up tour. I don't know. I don't know if I can get behind Chevy Chase doing anything. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of I'm burnt out with Chevy Chase. I'm not interested in him in any way, shape, or form. I just, yeah, I, but, I don't care less about that, but, you know, the other ones. Yeah. The supporting cast is pretty good, so, yeah, it, should, it could be good. Um, Looking at movies that are coming up over the next couple of weeks, there's not there's not a whole lot of good things at all. Yeah, in it's going to be a rough one on Fantasy Movie League, too. Yeah, so uh, there's Escape Room and American Hangman. Yeah, uh, Escape Room, I could see it probably doing all right. It does not strike me as a very interesting movie to me. I think like a lot of television shows and television series have done this concept better. Um, and the fact that it doesn't exactly have you know very big new cast, like no big names in the cast really. Yeah. And uh, then American Hangman... Uh, it says, uh, kidnapping broadcast live on social media turns into the trial of a judge who, pre- who presided over a botched criminal case. Yeah. I, and, and it's I got Donald Sutherland. About, yeah, I've just heard about it, like, you, by you putting this on the dock. So yeah. It's not been advertised well for me at all. Yeah. Um, but the next week, you know, has probably what will be the best movie ever, which would be A, a Dog's Way's Home. Right? <laughs> Which is Homeward Bound if Jesus was a moth more. Yes. Like, there's a lot of praying for the dog to come home and praying for help, and the dog comes out of nowhere to help them. And Yeah, see, the thing is, I saw this trailer, and I was just like, uh, it's another one of those dog movies. Haven't we had enough of these dog movies? I didn't pick up on the Jesus stuff. I was gagging myself on the dog stuff. Like, I, I like Homeward Bound. I'm I'm there on that one, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. I've I've seen you know plenty of dog movies. You know, look who's talking now. You know, <laughs> possibly one of the best dog movies ever. Uh, yeah, I just uh, I, I'm I'm not feeling this one at all. I just it seems yeah. like every holiday season they come out with another one of these movies. You know, Dog's Purpose, uh, Dog's Way Home. Right, dog day afternoon. You know all these movies about dogs. I just, <laughs> I, I just, it's it's a hard pass for me. I, they don't do anything for me. And the fact that like you know, it's you know a real Jesusy movie. It just it didn't even register on me, and that just that really just tanks my my possibilities for seeing this. Like all the the trailers that I saw for Into the Spider Verse were like super Jesusy, like. I don't know, there was the one like uh, about like the 
the kid who drowned and was dead for like 15 minutes and then came back. Yeah. And... Yeah. I, I saw that too. Yeah. Like, I don't and know. It's like... because it's because Sony has nothing good on their, on their plans for the next year. Really? They, they couldn't advertise other superhero movies or anything. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. So yeah, I was really like, stuff. I was like, who are they? Who do they think are seeing these seeing into the Spider Verse? Then I think it's I think it's families going around Christmas time. Is really just what it boiled down to. Okay. Going seeing an animated thing around Christmas time. You know, gotcha. taking your kids to see it. It's like, oh, I can't go see Deadpool, and I can't go see, I can't take him to see Infinity Wars. I could take him to go see, you know, this new Spider-Man animated thing. It looks right. good. It's PG. I'm cool with that. I'm a parent. I can guide them to the theater. Hmm. Uh, let's see here. Also, there's The Upside. Yeah, which is the spinoff of Stranger Things. Where it just takes place from the point of view of the, the creatures. It's, in the it's a down. prequel to the Upside yeah. Down. There's the Upside yeah, and then the Upside Down. That's right. And so this is the Upside. It's just us following Barb right before she dies. Uh, I would watch that movie. Yeah, yeah. It's just us following Barb, her day-to-day stuff, and then all of a sudden it ends with her getting, you know, dragged into the Upside Down, raped by tentacle monsters and it really becomes hentai after that so uh, actually the upside is um it's a remake of a french film called the untouchables um i'm, I'm aware of the untouchables i'm not aware of it being a french thing the untouchables not the untouchables in touchables in touchables okay now you're just making stuff up i know <laughs> These are not words, let alone fringe words. <laughs> um, but this movie has uh, Brian Cranston, Kevin Hart, and Nicole Kidman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's it looks like it's actually going to be really good. Uh, I probably will see this in theater. Um, it looks like it's Oscar bait, but it's got Brian Cranston. He's doing his thing. He's a mm-hmm. rich man. There's a black man who's not rich. Their right. antics ensued, you know. It's... Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were just saying that Brian Cranston himself was a rich man. I was like, he's got all that that Breaking Bad money. He does have all the Breaking Bad money and like a bunch of other things. Malcolm, and, I mean, he's still probably hitting high for Malcolm in the middle. Like maybe, know, but like, uh, but then you said the a black man's not rich, and I was all like, I was like, Kevin Hart's got money. <laughs> not his character. He seems to always right. play very broke people. I guess that's true. Like, I think his last three movies are about him either being unemployed or underemployed. Yeah. That makes sense. But no, the, the upside actually looks uh, looks pretty good. It looks uh, like, I don't know, I think if you watch the trailer, you get the concept of the movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, also, I feel as though you could just go to Netflix and watch that one about, uh, what is it, where Ant-Man... Yeah, right. Um, yeah, yeah. What was that one? Um, the something of being something. Yeah, the importance of being earnest. That's it. That's that's not it, but 
It is the importance of something. Humor. The importance of beef jerky. Of beef jerky. Uh, how do I look this up here? We've, we've got uh, Ant-Man. Yeah, that's where I'm, that's where I'm going. <laughs> it's a race. It's a race. Who has the better connection? Oh, shit. Um, I've got a lot of things that don't quite work out. I can't even find the Ant-Man. It is the fundamentals of caring. Oh, okay. So we're close. We were yeah, so yeah, close. yeah. No, not at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it really just seems like if you want to just see that on Netflix already, just go ahead and just watch that. It's, it's you know, you're not getting, like, the crazy rich person stuff. Right. And the whole but you're getting funny kid, and that's... But you're getting fun. You're getting really funny, kid. You're getting, you know, a heartfelt story and some Selena uh, Gomez. So yeah, yeah, slightly slutty Selena Gomez. And yeah, it's you know that was a really good movie. So I feel as though if you kind of want to see this and you want to see it now, just go ahead and go to Netflix and see the importance of caring about the fundamentals of caring. The 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 funny mentally caring things. Yes. And yeah, just just go ahead and check that out. All right, and uh, let's see here. What else comes out that week? Uh, what men want? Is this on your radar Which, at all? No, it's a sequel to that. Uh, oh, what was it? The Helen Hunt and uh, Mel Gibson thing. What yeah, it's want? it's just opposite. Yeah, where something happens to a woman and. She can hear what's in men's heads. Yeah, she 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 hears men's thoughts, right? That's, that's yep. the concept, right? Yep. It's it's just a gender flip version of that, right? It, it is exactly. Okay. Like, is it is it like produced by the same people? Is it does it have Bruce Will or not Bruce? Uh, Mo Gibson? No, no, no. no. Um, it's uh, uh, it's got. Uh, what is her name? I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher her name. Let's uh, see. Uh, Terja, Terji, Terji, Tara T A R A J I P Henson. So T J uh T P Henson. T P Henson. T P Henson. Uh, Wendy. McLean, Covey, Peter Davison. We're, we don't do names. We don't do names on this show. No. You should all know this. We're, we're 25 episodes in. We don't do names. Um, but, yeah, it's so uh, she's, she's in the sports agency thing. Like, she's part of sports. She's yeah. a woman. And she wakes up one morning with the ability to hear men's thoughts. Yep. Yep. And I'm sure, sure romantic hijinks will ensue. Yeah. I, I'm i probably not going to see it in the theaters, but I'll probably watch it uh, once it's available otherwise. Oh, yeah. It really strikes me as like just a Becca movie through and through. Yeah. It does. Like, I don't think there's any chance that you don't see this at some point in the next year. Right. And then uh, Replicas comes out on the 11th. Yeah, which is a uh, Keanu Reeves film. Yeah, where he uh, clones his family. Yeah. Who died or something. Well, I don't know. 
that his dog died and he started cloning that and just kind of <laughs> went on from there. Yeah. How old does Keanu Reeves have to get because before he's Keanu old? Uh, let's see. I'd probably say like 70 for him. Yeah. I mean, he, he knows Kung Fu. That's true. I mean, he's not young now. He's like pushing 50, isn't he? Uh, yeah, I think so. 64. What? Yeah, so he's si- 54. He was, <laughs> he's 54. Old, I thought you were so. saying he's 64. No, he was no, no, born no, he was in 64. Born in 64. He's born in '64. He's like uh, my parents' age. He, yeah, he is. He totally is. My dad was born in '59, so totally. Keanu Reeves could be my dad. Yeah, that that'd be crazy. That would be crazy. It'd be awesome, though. Could you imagine getting into an argument with him? He's all like, you know, clean your room, and I'm like, no, make me. And he's all like, I know kung fu. <laughs> Dad. Well, what's sad is that I'm I'm sitting here on like his profile thing on Google, and it says he's got one children who's deceased. Oh, so he maybe he's trying to clone them so he can tell them he knows kung fu. <laughs> That's right. That's got to be how the movie ends. <laughs> Dad, why did you bring me back, son? I know kung fu. And the kid goes, whoa, whoa. I mean, is, isn't he doing like a sequel to um, the Bill and Ted? Yeah, I heard there's Bill a third Ted. one coming. Yeah, which they got the original cast minus you know George Carlin. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Bill and Ted face the music. So that is something that is coming to a theater near you next year. Nice. Let's see. Yeah, it doesn't. There's no release date yet for it, but yeah. So that's something that is happening. And so, yeah, I, I'm interested in that. I like Keanu Reeves. I think that he's actually a good actor. I think that he's definitely a good action actor, but he's played, you know, some dramatic roles, and I'm, I'm willing to give him a lot of leeway, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see a lot of stuff. I saw him in that Sandra Bullock movie, you know, where she had to wear a blindfold and he would communicate to her about taking her blindfold off. and No, that's Bird Box. I'm sorry. I keep jumping into Bird Box. <laughs> jumping in the Bird Box. All right. Uh, so let's quickly move on to what we've been watching, and then we'll hit our top ten list. Sure, yeah. So have you been watching any good television, a lot of animated stuff? Uh, yeah, I've been watching the things that, uh, that you told me to watch. Uh, right, yeah. I've been watching some Cowboy Bebop. I'm I'm on like episode nine. Yeah, how do you like it? Like, is it uh, is it growing on you? Um, you? You don't have any of the nostalgia looking back. It's it's okay. Yeah. Like I've slowed down watching it. I watch like an episode every couple of days. Like, do you feel as though it needs a live action remake? Uh, it could be okay. Uh, I just I don't know. I just think that the original is just good enough. It's just fine. You want to watch Cowboy Bebop? Just watch Cowboy Bebop. Maybe. Uh, so on uh, Wednesday, I was driving to work. I was listening to One A, which is a morning show on NPR, and uh, they were doing an interview with uh, what's her name? What is her name? 
Rebecca Sugar. Yes. And uh, name. And so like I uh, I got a little more information about Steven Universe and was yeah, all like, Okay, so- I'll give that another try. Like what what did she say that sold you on it? Um it it wasn't really anything she said. Um it was just the, the positive way that they reflected on it. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's, they it's spoiled me on positive. some things. I'm sure they have. I'm sure you've been spoiled on a lot of stuff. Um, but I could actually spoil you on a lot of things right now. Uh, the interesting thing about the show is that usually, nearly across the board, anybody who is a villain in the series ends up becoming at least friends with somebody. They don't set out to defeat somebody. They set out to understand them. Yeah. And that's an interesting concept, I think. Because it's very much set up like a lot of, you know, I don't know, kids' action things or anime or anything, you know, where you have a team fighting against unsurmountable forces or incredibly powerful things. But instead of trying to defeat them, they... They have true empathy, and they have true understanding, and they ask questions like, why are you so upset? Why do you feel as though you need to destroy us? And yeah. It's, it's just really good. It's such a positive show, and I'm glad that my entire family can sit down and watch it, and it just helps out a lot of stuff. Um, um, I've been watching some animated stuff lately, too. Okay. Uh, I've watched more of Goblin Slayer. I'm almost up on that. It's good. It's gotten less uh, harem-y, uh like two steps removed from hentai, to being just like I don't know, good a good little story. Did you say you're almost caught up on that? Yeah. Like, it's, it's like still, is it it's still, still going? Airing. Okay. It's still airing. They've only got like I think a dozen episodes or something out right now. Okay. Um, and then I started watching the time I got turned into a slime. Which is another thing that I'm watching on Crunchyroll. And it's, the, the concept is this guy dies in our world. And he gets reincarnated as a slime in this um, like Dungeons and Dragons kind of universe. And he's like just he's just this OPMF. Okay. And I don't know. It's, it's, there's funny moments and stuff. But I, I feel as though it pulls a lot of punches. And it does get the whole... Um, Fan service, jiggly big boobs, um, kind of a thing, and it's it's starting to get a little old in the sense of just how overpowered this character really is. Okay, like it's it's like One Punch Man, but without the whole satire of you know he's depressed that he's so powerful. Right. Um. But anyway, it's 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 pretty good anime, and I would not be surprised if they come out with like an English version of it sometime soon. Okay. Uh, what else you watching? Uh, so I watched another episode of Counterpart. It's it's pretty good. I want to watch more of that. But it, um, instead of that, I've been watching Dirk Gently. Okay, yeah. Dirk Gently is one of those ones you told me about, and I meant to watch it, but I completely forgot about it. I have finished I the, the first season, and it's, it's really good. <laughs> Okay, so I, I want to just have to check this out. And this is, is this Netflix? Um, it's a BBC America okay, show. Okay, so yeah. let's see here. Let me see where you can, you can you stream it somewhere instead of buying it. Can I stream it on Hulu? 
just stream. You might be able to get it on Hulu. Oh, just watch. Let's That's see. what it is. Yeah, and just watch. Search it. for. Um, while you're searching for that, uh, me and the wife have been sitting down watching a lot of Drunk History lately. Okay. And we like that. It's, it is on it's Hulu. Interesting. It is on Hulu. Yep. Awesome. Um, so yeah, I'll probably actually check that out sometime soon, if not like later tonight. Um, but yeah, we've been watching Drunk History, and we, we went through and watched things that had to do with like areas that we were in or aware of or interesting things. And now, and now we're going back through and just kind of watching everything. And it's good. I do have to say that there is this magic level of, like, their competency for the things they're trying to convey and their level of drunkenness. They have to be competent enough, but they also have to be not competent enough so that they're drunk enough or the vice versa. They don't have to be, like, very much aware of it, but they mm -hmm. have to be mildly drunk. And I don't know. If they're very much aware of it and they're not as drunk as what they need to be, then it's just them telling a story. You don't get those funny moments where they're just wrong. Okay. Um, but anyway, drunk history is fun. It's funny. It's an interesting way of telling history, I think. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, and that's basically all for television that I've been watching. Um... Yeah, that was that's all I got for TV as well. I think. Actually, uh, Becca watched all of Three Below. I watched the first episode and it was okay. I mean, have you not watched any of the other? Uh, she watched all of that. And now we're watching Troll Hunters. Okay, um, so and she's like. Oh, she's probably like 20 episodes into that. Oh, really? Okay. Which she started so watching like yesterday. So she's she's just devouring it then, please. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so... I, I've, I've been taking naps through it, and then I woke up and was all like, you're still watching this? Let's do something else. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I might need to check that out. My kids really liked watching the, uh, the Troll Hunter stuff, and we actually kind of had to stop letting them watch it because it got a little too dark and a little too violent. Yeah, I can see that. And so, yeah, so I haven't told them that this thing exists or anything. This is something that's like, we're just going to have to wait a few years before right. it becomes a thing. But I'm glad they're continuing on. I'm, it's it's a rich universe, so I, I definitely see why they're doing this. Yeah. Um, But that's as far as like, TV goes, I think. Yeah. Um, I think we both saw Spider-Verse. Yeah. Like I, I saw it, like, the day after we recorded last. Okay, so, yeah, so we both saw that. Mm -hmm. And what'd you think? Did you like it? I did like it. Um, I don't... I think it had third, I think it had third act issues. Maybe. I, I think that there was a pacing issue there where it was just suddenly, like, into... I could see definitely if it was, like, a television series, how that would have stretched out a little bit better. And I would not be surprised if they did something like that with this, too. They have just a television series where this all spins off. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Amazon or Netflix or something has, like, you know, one of those crappy animated series that takes place in this universe. 
Maybe. Or Sony could just put it on Crackle. I guess that's true, but why would they do that? Because that's do they want to send it to die? Maybe. I, uh, I don't know. I don't know why this all needed to be in theaters. Yeah. Like, I think it would have been fine as, like, a direct-to-DVD. I just think that they wanted to see if they could actually get some numbers back up from, like, Venom and the fact that they've sold property over yeah. to Marvel. And they, they still want to retain rights. Like, this is their way of putting their mark on, hey, we own all these. Right. These are all still ours. You know, Spider-Noir, Spider-Ham, all these characters are ours. Don't forget it. And I wouldn't be surprised if every year they came out with another thing within the Spider Universe like this. Yeah. Because there's definitely a rich universe, or definitely a rich background for all these characters to do their own thing, and crossovers and everything, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Huh. I don't know. Like, uh... The the Japanese one wasn't even on my radar at all as far as, like, Spider-Man. Well, yeah, there there have actually been, like, a dozen different Japanese Spider-Men. Uh, one of them actually had, like, a like a, like a Gundam-style mech, you know, like a huge thing. Okay. call in. And, and that's, like, the Japanese, like, uh, that's them stealing Spider-Man, actually, and using it. And then Marvel is like, fine, we're going to make a comic book about this. Can't sue us. You stole it from us to begin with. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, these are definitely more on the outskirts of the whole Spider Universe, but still, they're all there. You can pick up a comic book about any of those characters right now. Yeah, and it's all good. Spider Gwen is usually pretty good. Yeah, that was. That was probably my favorite of the... Yeah, like, it was all pretty good. Yeah. Um, we've already talked about Holmes and Watson. I saw that last week, and it was poor. Do- doesn't need to be mentioned anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like you watched a lot of Christmas movies. Uh, yeah, Sarah and I sat down, and every night we would sit down and watch a movie. We were going to watch either Batman 2 or... Um, Edward Scissorhands and Sarah found out that both of them were Tim Burton. She's like, nope, not doing it. Okay. <laughs> so we didn't watch those Christmas movies. Uh, and then we weren't able to get our hands on like a Christmas story and a couple other ones. So we ended up watching uh, Die Hard, which Sarah had never seen before. Really? Yeah. Uh, and we watched Christmas Vacation, which is just a seminal Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also watched Elf, Polar Express, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, live action and animated. So, yeah, we watched uh, we watched a fair amount of Christmas stuff over the past few days. Nice. Um, yeah. What's Sarah think of Die Hard? Uh, she liked it. She liked it. Uh, it's very dated. I didn't realize how dated it really was. Uh, <laughs> but just with him being on a plane with a loaded gun, uh, just little things like that. Um, really puts it into like a whole nother universe it seems um, but I don't know I, she she laughed at a lot of the parts uh, questioned a few of his motives <laughs> uh, but you know that's just what you do with those 
And then she's like, there are five of these? Right? Like, yeah, we don't, we don't talk about most of them, though. I've made two good ones. Uh, the first one and the third one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I honestly, I keep forgetting the second one exists. I really do. Yeah. Like, it, like the, she was asking me, like, well, what's the second one was about? It's like... <sighs> Takes place in an airport, right? He, he was he was someplace and terrorists show up. What was it? It's, it, it literally takes place in an airport. Yeah, they just... The, his universe keeps getting bigger. First he was in a building, then he was in an airport, and then he was in New York, and then he was in, like, New York State. <laughs> and then he was in Russia, you know? Yeah. Next thing you know, die hard in space. In space. <laughs> in space, no one can hear you, P-K-I-A. But yes, she she liked it. She liked it. She liked Die Hard. Uh, it's good. I wasn't able to convince her to watch any of the others. She was just interested in the concept that it's a Christmas movie. Yep. And that was it. Uh, let's see here. Tonight, I watched Night School. Okay, so is that good? It's it's okay. That's Is that the <laughs> Kevin Hart one? Yeah. Where he's down on his luck and underemployed? He's, he dropped out of school and doesn't have his GED and had a really good job selling barbecues and, and then he blew up the building. and Like you do. Then can't find a job because he doesn't have a, because he never graduated high school. Yeah, okay. So... Like, he goes if you to watch the school. trailer, do you get the concept of that? Like, is there is there anything that's not really in the trailer? Yeah, no. Everything's in the trailer. Okay. That's what I figured. When Even, I like, that. half like, the jokes. Yeah, yeah I, that's one of those movies where a lot of the best jokes, I'm sure, are in the trailer. Like, things would happen that, like, Becca would, like, laugh her ass off at watching the trailer before. Like, we've encountered this trailer for this movie a number of times in other movies. And then, like, she doesn't laugh during the movie. And yeah. I, I'm like, I'm like, why didn't you laugh? And she's like, oh, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I've already seen this scene a million times. Right. <coughs> so, uh, yeah. But it was okay. Yeah, so, uh, just tonight, right before we started recording this, um, Sarah and I sat down and watched A Quiet Place. And it's good. It's Even after the second viewing, it was good. There's a lot of it, you don't want to think about it too much plot wise, but it's a good it's a good thriller movie. It's a good okay horror movie. Have you seen it? I have not. Okay, it's good. It's good. Um, it's definitely like a family movie in the sense that you know it's about it's family centric, not a family movie as in take the family and see it. Yeah, but. I mean, it's good. I think John Kaczynski, we'll see him as a director a lot. And also, A Quiet Place 2 is already being greenlit, so that's that's happening. Okay. They're building their own universe. I thought that was called Bird Box. No, no, no. That's that's the that's the uh, that's the multiverse version of that. Hmm. Um, so yeah, that was really good. And uh, we watched a lot of Buster Keaton stuff. Specifically, we watched the, the Bachelor. 
Okay. Which the, the concept is he's about to inherit a lot of money, but only if he gets married by this date. And so he puts a advert in, and a bunch of brides show up to like force him to marry him. And okay. Buster Keaton is just excellent. You know, it's silent era. He is like the king of physical comedy. Um, okay. Where where are you finding this? A YouTube. It's just on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so we watched a bunch of other stuff, and we watched them with the girls even. And he tries to commit suicide a lot. It's one of those things. Like he just, his character gets like down on his luck, and he just makes a noose. You know. Yeah, you know. And it's like, wow, we've come a long way for like comedy. <laughs> but when it comes to the actual like physical things, like there'll be a car just driving by, and he'll just put his arm out, grab it, and just be pulled off. And you know, it was done in the twenties and thirties and everything, and so you know it's a practical effect. Right. Like the car might not have been going as fast, but like the way he's pulled off and like some of these stunts, it's just like there's no way an actor would be able to perform any of these stunts themselves nowadays. Okay. Let alone to the level that he does. Like there's just plenty of times where he's just climbing like something and just falls, you know, 10 feet and just picks himself up and runs on for the gag but it's funny stuff it's stuff that is his his comedy stuff has definitely aged well that's good yeah so I still highly recommend if you you know have you know 10, 15, 20 minutes check out Buster Keaton just look him up check out some of his stuff alright uh, I also uh, saw uh, Ralph breaks the internet uh, he breaks the internet breaks the internet yes he does yeah, break he the internet yeah. Wreck-It Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yeah, that's the something. title. Yes. Yeah. As it wrecks the Internet makes more sense, but you it does. Know, that's not what they did. Right. And uh, you haven't seen it? You have seen it? I have not seen it, no. I intended to take the girls to see it, and our plans just always fell through. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, I've, I've heard it's a good animated I'm, Pixar thing. It may go over your kid's head. You really think so? Uh, it's a lot about like internet memes and, um, uh, yeah. Like, I mean, they might they'll enjoy it, but like they they won't understand. I mean, they didn't like, get any of the like, video game references from the first one. It's not like they played Mario Kart or you know any kind of arcade game true. at all or anything. You know, right? They don't need to get base concepts to be able to enjoy something. Yeah, I'm not saying they won't enjoy it. I'm just saying there's there's a lot of themes. You call them that like are... it's stupid, huh? 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 No, I'm calling them uninformed. Bastard. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we sh- we sheltered them pretty well. All right, so we we ready to get into our dirty thirty? Yep. In 2018. Let's jump into this. We're we're at an hour right now. All right, we we'll probably run through these pretty quick. Yep. We've talked about most of these, I think. So, like, my list of ten is mostly movies and then a few TV shows. And I I made my list, like, ten to one, and then realized that everything I had put at top were were mostly TV shows. Yeah, okay. 
Um, I've got a list of seven good things and two bad things. Okay. That I just wanted to bring up. So we can just, like, you know, mine aren't in any particular order, so we can just go through. Okay. Um, where do you want to start here? After my, you. You go ahead and go with your number ten. How about My that? number ten is Jurassic World 1 and 2. Okay. Like, I watched them this year, and... And going through, like, what came out this year and stuff, the, yeah, that makes my list. Okay. I mean, I Jurassic World 1 was all right. I had problems with the third act. Um, and Jurassic World 2, I just had problems with the overall concept and character development and everything. Like, really? Jurassic World 2 did not work for me at all. Really? Yeah, like, the the, the entire, like you know, uh, niece or whatever, granddaughter story thing. Right. I, I just, I, I could have done without all of that. I guess. And uh, not belittling it or anything. It's just, I disagree with your selection of number 10 and therefore it discounts anything you put on. I don't know. I had before. trouble. I had trouble putting things on the list and then was all like, well, I liked the first one when I saw it and I liked the second one. Like, I don't know. Like it, it made me feel like a Jurassic World movie is supposed to feel, not. Yeah, like they are definitely good, like dinosaur Jurassic movies. Yeah, uh, they're 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 fine for what they are. I just I, I could have they could have been a little bit better for me. Okay. Um, and so I, I can go with uh, one that was on my list. That's a long, you know, reaching franchise, Mission Impossible Fallout. Okay. I haven't watched uh, it I yet. I, I really liked it. Uh, see, I did not like the last one. Uh, what was that? Mission Impossible. Ghost Protocol? Ghost Protocol? No, Rogue Nation. Rogue Nation. Okay. Rogue Nation was the last one, and I did not like that one very much. Um, but this one was just good. It was a lot of really good action pieces. Um, like, Tom Cruise just gives it his all. Like, he's... He's, it, it, I think he was establishing, it's like, I can still do this character. I, I can still do Ethan Hunt. You don't need to recast me. I can still do this. We're going to keep doing this. And okay. And it was, yeah, it was good. It was definitely good. Um, so, yeah, what's your number nine? Uh, the TV show Single Parents. Okay, I've not watched any of that, so. I'm really enjoying it. Like, uh, uh, I think there's more coming in in the new year. Um, and but it's Karen Killam and uh, Brad Garrett, Brad Garrett, and is. yeah. Um, yeah, and it's uh, it's pretty good. Like it's one that I've 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 watched like every week as it comes out, like that day, um, like as soon as possible. Like, sometimes I put it off going to sleep just so I can watch the show before I go to bed. Nice. Yeah, so that's definitely a marker of a good show. A show you enjoy a lot. Yeah. So it's it's made my top ten. Yeah. Um, let's see. I didn't put any television series on mine, but I guess I could say Good Place. I've definitely enjoyed Good Place this season. Okay. Um, I think that it's really good, and I'm frustrated that it's at its mid-season hiatus. I think it only has like three episodes left. Really? Yeah, I think it's like a thirteen-episode season. I think it's just breaking for the 
the Christmas break and then comes back for like three episodes. No. Oh well, it makes sense. Um, but yeah, good place is good. I recommend that. Uh, let's see here. My number eight is Ready Player One. Okay. I, I'm I'm gonna. I, I enjoyed Ready Player One, but I didn't enjoy it as much as what I think I should have. I I think I think visually it was really good. I think the stuff that took place in the real world all was just meh. Yeah. Like um, I don't know. In general, my list of things for the year is pretty weak. Like just looking through what came out this year, I was not overly impressed with a lot of things. Yeah. Um and and see. I had so much hype going into Ready Player 1 that I was I was so excited for it and and it didn't I it didn't disappoint me, but it didn't it didn't okay. uh I don't know. It it wasn't it wasn't so good, but but yeah. I, I still enjoyed it. Well, and I, I wanted got, to I mention it here at the end of the year. Like, I like to to dig back through things, and I was like, okay, what well, came out in the, in the earlier part of the year that, like, in December, you don't think, oh, well, this came out in, like January, and this is still this year, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've got one that you know kind of thematically goes with yours. It's something that take, took place like in the eighties. I I really enjoyed I Tonya. I thought okay. that was a really good movie. Uh, I watched it this year, so that's why I'm including it. I don't think it came out this year. I think it came out last uh, year. Yeah, like Oscar time last year. Yeah, um, but it's uh, it's Margot Robbie and uh, Sebastian Stans, which is you know the Winter Soldier, and it's it's a funny movie. It's an interesting uh, biopic. Like I really felt for Tanya Harding throughout all this. Like, if, if it would have happened today, uh, I just think that, you know, she'd be, you know, from grime to glitz kind of a story, you know, right. rags to riches and all that. Um, but it's it's really well done. It's really funny. It's really entertaining. It's a pulled no punches kind of storytelling. Uh, but, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed that. So, yeah, okay. we could say that's my number whatever we're at right now. Okay. My number seven is Game Night. I really like Game Night. I considered putting it on my list, and uh, I I liked it a lot, but I did not love it, and it's the only reason why I didn't put it on my list. I've watched it like three times this year, which is way more it. than I watch like any other movie. <laughs> yeah, I've I've seen it once, so I'm definitely less than you. Um, but yeah, it's uh, Jason Bateman and Jennifer Gardner, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're both really good in their roles, and... It's a good thing. I think Sarah's been asking about it, so I'll probably end up watching it with Sarah over the next few months. Okay, you should. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I think that she'd enjoy it, and we just have to get in the place where we want to watch a comedy like that. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, I've mentioned this. I, I think I mentioned both of these, so I'll go ahead and get two out of my way. Um, uh, on my list, A Quiet Place is mm-hmm. one of them. And Into the Spider-Verse. Okay. Uh, I, I really enjoyed both of those movies for what they are. Um, both of them I don't think you need to think too much about while you're watching them. Uh, but they're definitely good movies, and they both filled me with a lot of uh, interesting feelings while I was watching them. So, yeah. 
Okay. My number six, Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2, yeah. I, I enjoyed that too. I was going to put it on my list, but I felt as though I already had enough like superhero stuff on my list. Yeah. My next and one, so, my number five is Avengers and Infinity War. My next one would be Avengers Infinity War as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I felt as though I had too many superhero things. Yeah. And I enjoyed Deadpool too. and Sarah and I both sat down and watched it too. And she enjoyed it through and through. Um, but but yeah, I, I didn't actually have a reason why I didn't put it on my list other than the fact of I felt as though it was You had to save superhero. space for something else and I, I and I just never put anything in that space. I just I left it empty. Alright. Uh, now my number four. Crazy Rich Asians. Really? Yep. Okay. It is um, good. It is really good. Okay, so at this point I think I'll bring up, you know, one of my uh one of my hated ones. Which would be something that I just watched, Holmes and Watson. Okay. I cannot, I cannot, talk, I cannot talk enough about how bland this movie is and how much it misses the mark. Um, I know I said literally earlier in this, like Nuff said, but it's really just a bland, awful movie that didn't need to be made. The concept was funny. I mean, obviously, there's a million stories of Sherlock Holmes out there. And they could have done something with it, and I bet you they had a lot of fun making it. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's like a unrated Blu-ray cut that's going to be coming out or something. But it is just so bland, and every joke seems to fall short of the mark, and it's just not good. So yeah, so that's that's mine for whatever number we're at. So okay. number three. Yep, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Brooklyn Nine Nine, yeah, I've, I've, I think I've talked about Brooklyn Nine Nine for every episode for the past few months, of just at least mentioning that we're watching it. Yep. Yeah, and that's... it's just good through and through. Uh, Captain Holt is a, a fantastic character, um, and definitely in the series, they're all kind of playing caricatures of themselves. Yeah. But it's it's still good. Like it, I still sit down and watch it and laugh. Um, let's see. Uh, I've got a collection of stories about, you know, guns toting people, too. Uh, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Okay. Uh, it is definitely the my favorite Western of the recent era. Uh, mm-hmm. It is uh, thoroughly well done. There's, you know, a few funny moments, but it's definitely more on the darker side. I've, I've used the term uh, the Western version of Black Mirror. Yeah, and that's I think through and through what that is, but they're still well done. It's it's really good storytelling, and so I I think the Ballad of Buster Scruggs is definitely one of the best things that I've watched at least the past few months. Uh, let's see here. My number two was The Good Place. Yeah, so I, I mentioned that as well. Yep. So I jumped the gun on your number two. You did. Um, but yeah, it's it's really really good. It's um, I, I keep being I keep becoming surprised that they're able to keep it going. Yeah, and um, and I don't know. I mean, every every season after the first season, the first season is just gold. Watch the first season, and then watch it again. Just sit down. 
encourage another friend to sit down and watch it with you and just re like throw that up into a cup and then start drinking it back down <laughs> it goes down just as smooth the second time um, and then the second season I was like there's no way they can improve upon this and I enjoyed the second season through and through and I'm currently enjoying the third season so you know uh, it's it's good it keeps me coming back to the point where I, I'm, I'm thinking you know it's like there's no way they can end this well but I think that every time they do a next season and right. I keep tuning back in. So obviously, I have no idea what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I, I, and I'm always surprised where they're going with it. Like I, I, I don't expect it. I'm always like, holy forking shirt. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so I guess we're talking about the good place. So I'll bring up my last horrible movie, and we don't have to talk too much on it. A Wrinkle in Time was just <laughs> god awful, horrible. <laughs> Yeah. The only reason I did not walk out of the theater while watching this movie was because Sarah was with me. And it's back when I did Movie Pass. And I literally, if I would have been seeing it by myself with Movie Pass, I would have gotten up out of the theater and I would have walked out of the theater. And yet you did not walk out of Holmes and Watson. I did not. No, I did not because kind of I didn't want to go home. So that's that's a part of that. Okay. Fair um, enough. No, Holmes and Watson had a couple funny moments. A Wrinkle in Time was just a crappy movie that nobody will remember was made in a matter of a year. Maybe. Like, in 2018, they could be like, we're doing A Wrinkle in Time. And people would be like, oh, it's about time somebody did that movie. Right. We're, we're completely going to forget about the fact that this was made. There's no redeeming qualities. The acting is bad. The writing is bad. The visuals are bad. Um, I didn't I enjoy sorry. the book. I feel sorry for the leading girl because she is talented you can kind of tell that she's talented right the directing was so awful that she just is just wiped away any kind of development that she could possibly have and you just do not care about any of the characters or anything that's happening to them and it's just bad it's just horrible horrible that you know this it's i mean they keep saying it's a movie that can't be made and it's like well yeah if you keep trying to do it this way definitely you can't <laughs> And so this will be the last time we ever mention A Wrinkle in Time again. And my number or one... Will we? My number one, A Wrinkle in Time. No. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> uh, yeah, my number one's a TV show. You should know what it is. What was the show? I said you should know what it is. Uh, oh, Steven Universe. No. I swear to God, if it's Bob's Burgers. <laughs> it is Bob's Burgers. Uh, no. It is not. I've got a number one for my, an animated show for my, or animated thing for my number one. And it's going to make you just eat all of those burgery words you just said. <laughs> or you're not thinking that it should be your number one, too. Okay. Uh, Bob's Burgers. I mean, obviously you're enjoying the series through and through still. Yes. Uh. I can't bring myself to watch the first season of it, despite the fact that you are watching Steven Universe, and I feel kind of guilty of the fact that I'm <laughs> watching Bob's Burgers. I it's all, that's the whole reason I'm watching Steven Universe. I will, but I'm going to like live tweet you the entire time that I'm watching Bob's Burgers, and every time I'm like, God, why the fuck will Tina die? <laughs> And I'll start quoting you like shitty lines that shouldn't be in anything that's considered a comedy. And I'm going to do that because I love you, man. 
<laughs> All right, my uh, my number one is Incredibles two. What? Yeah, Incredibles two. I think that it's uh, just as good as the first one. It's a family it, film. It is the first one. It's, that, that's yeah, why it, I didn't put it on my list. Is that it's it's it, yeah. It, it follows the exact same pacing. And I, you know, watched it even, I watched it by myself and then I watched it with my family and there were scenes where I just sat and I just watched my kids' faces and watching the joy and them laughing at the things like the Jack-Jack scene and everything. Um, I mean, it's not the first one because they included the Jack-Jack attack instead of an extra on the disc two, they put it in the middle of the movie. So it's an improvement. (laughs) Um, it's not the story that I would have made at all. I would not have made it take place directly after the first one. Um, but I think that when it comes to just feel-good movies, it took the cake for me. Yeah. Like, um... I mean, I wish I had some sort of, like, an artsy foreign film or, you know, something that's, you know, seeped in drama or you know, biting commentary or something along those lines. No, it's just me having fun watching an animated movie with my kids. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was good, but I don't know. Hey, you chose Bob Burgers, and you put Jurassic World 1 and 2 as your number 10, so I stopped listening when you started talking. <laughs> I think I would slide uh, Wreck-It Ralph in between... um, Let me look at my list again. Uh, Between Deadpool 2 and Game Night. Yeah. Um. It's it's good enough to make the list, but I had made the list before I watched the movie. Okay, I get you. I get you. Um... Actually, you know what? I probably do have one more awful movie um, to wrap this all up. Okay. Um, but I don't know if you've seen this. It's 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 a, kind of an obscure film uh, from a few years ago. Uh, I probably talked about it on this show uh, a few times. Um, but uh, but yeah. Um, it's 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 a little film that came out in 2013 and I didn't watch it this year but it just it sticks with me. And it's the internship. <laughs> and, no, that is the greatest movie of all time. You know what? Now that you mentioned that, I do think that it might be one of the best movies of all time. But no, seriously, like it's one of those things that I just I, I saw it once and I was like it was yeah it was, it was all right it was all right it started off like an eight like out of my IMDb ten and every time I mentioned it it kind of went down a notch to the point where <laughs> it's become the worst movie I've ever seen and will continue to be the worst film I've ever seen until I watch it again and it's, you know what this is one of the funniest things I've ever seen it's got the best writing I mean Owen Wilson at his prime. Vince Vaughn, I mean, we need to elect him president. 
But yeah, so uh, so yeah, actually, uh, the the internship is is the worst movie on my list. It's also my number one. It's my number one and one hundred. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, so that's that's all there is to my list. Uh, and there's some overlaps. I, I agree with you for a lot of the things you put, and I'm sure I that I'll love. I, I'm sure that I'll love Wreck It Ralph. And Bob's Burgers. Yeah, I'll watch it. <laughs> I've got one year, one year to see if it makes it on any kind of list that I create. <laughs> I it, um, be, it it'll be in my suicide note. So I am uh, what am I like twenties? I watched an episode or two. I was waiting on you to to finish watching your movie or whatever earlier, so we could record this. Uh, so I'm on like episode 26 or something like that. Okay. Like I just watched the episode with uh, the Jim Chick in the Mirror. Okay, yeah. So you're coming up to what would be like the end of season one if it was like each episode was a correct length. Uh, like yeah. you're at the halfway point of season one. Yes. Yeah. And it's good. Yeah, Lapis Lazuli is a good character. She's interesting. Um, it, it's where things start taking a big... Uh, where overarching storylines start happening. Like, all the all the episodes before this have kind of been self-contained, where they all are kind of completed, or at least, you know, they're concluded within, um, you know, the 11 minutes or whatever it is, the 15 minutes of the, the, the episode. But now you're going to get things that are going to be stretching out over you know, four, five, six episodes. And if you really pay attention, things are happening in the background of episodes that are connected to episodes that have happened or are about to happen. And so it's kind of interesting. But yeah, right. Steven Universe uh, Steven Universe is actually the probably the best show that I've ever watched. And I've gushed on this, you know, Media Monday show so many times about Steven Universe. I didn't include it on this list. Um, but it definitely is, it's, it's the top of my list. It's the, it's the Chuck Norris. It, it's, it's at the top and therefore everything else kind of goes down one notch. So, so since I've watched 26 episodes, you got to watch 13 episodes of Bob's Burgers so far? That's what we agreed on. Yes. I watched 13 episodes of Bob. Does this include the six that I've currently watched? There are 13 episodes in the first season. Honestly, it doesn't get real good until, like, the second or third season. Well, that's what I said about, you know, Steven Universe, but you seem to be enjoying it beforehand, so... I'm pushing I've through it. It's not the bad. There, there are things you enjoy you, about man. the first Fuck one. <laughs> first six episodes you've seen. There, there have been a couple of funny lines. Usually, like, what is it, Louise? Yes. Louise lines. Louise and Jean. I enjoy those characters more than anything. But, like... I don't know. Like, Steven Universe isn't, like... Laugh out loud funny. No, it's not... It's it's It gets you in the fills. It's it's heartfelt. It's what you keep saying Bob's Burgers is. It is. And I, I don't see it at all. <laughs> but I will, I will give you the first season of Bob's Burgers. I will watch that. I will watch that. I will I will binge it over the next week. Oh. But oh, be prepared to get a lot of text messages from me. 
but like, uh, like they introduce good characters in season two, and then season three is probably the best season of the first like four or five. I will watch one half of whatever you watch of Steven Universe because All it's right. a time equivalent. It's a time equivalent. So okay. If you stop watching Steven Universe at the end of the first season, I will give you, you know... The first season of... The, the first complete season first of two Bob's seasons. Burgers. The first complete season of Bob's Burgers. No, because, like, there's 52 episodes in... We're going to have to do a lot of math. How about that? We're going to do math. We're going to crunch numbers... It's the equivalent of like 26 episodes, and that'll get you through like two and a half seasons. Fine, I'll watch the first season, and if I if I kill myself after I watch the first (laughs) season, then we'll call this a conclusion. Okay. All right, we should wrap this up. Yeah. Uh, So uh, you can find us at Media Monday Show at on Facebook and also Gmail. Yeah, Media Monday Show at Gmail dot com. Um, if you have some opinions on Bob's Burgers or, uh, or Steven Universe, feel free to shoot us an email and let us yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, please reach out to us if you think there's anything we should watch. If you think anything should have been on our list and we've not mentioned it in our show, uh, we probably haven't seen it and we might agree with you. Just let us know. Right. There were a number of things like, I, I was going through the list and I was all like, like, I was like, uh, what, what was it, um... Mission Impossible Fallout. I was like, I, that probably would have been on the list if I'd seen it, but I haven't seen it. So moving on. Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. And there's a couple things on your list that I agree to. Um, but yeah, so you can find us on uh, also uh, Fantasy Movie League. Uh, Media Monday Show is our league, and the password is Gino G E N O, all lowercase. And yeah, so so yeah. Happy New Year. Look for us in the New Year. This is a full year of Media Monday show, and we look forward to continuing this off for another year. All right. Or until the nuclear fallout happens and we can't record anymore, we're just kind of talking to ourselves. Yep, like we do anyway. Yeah, we will. We'll send carrier pigeons. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.